0: Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban and writer for Mavs.com. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Have you ever broken anything, Nick? I've broken both my wrists. Oh, snap. But I have I've... not broken anything as bad as Isaiah Cannon.
1: That, we literally just saw that.
0: Yeah, full disclosure: we are not staying up to do this pod after the game. <laughs> we are doing the pod at about 10 p.m. Central Time, and Isaiah Cannon just landed, and basically Gordon Hayward his leg like it, it, it was almost the exact same play where he he wasn't catching an alley oop, but he was going up for an, a layup, and he his leg twists underneath him, and then it just go it just is pointing the wrong way, so. The Mavs tweeted it out, but prayers up for Isaiah Cannon. I mean, that is just, that's a rough thing to come back from.
1: Insane, man. Like, we were, we were Skyping, chit chatting while it was going on. And I was, we were just like, oh my gosh. And I thought you oh were talking about
0: the score of the game because after the first quarter, it was like 35 to 17. I was like, oh man, did they score even more? Like, is it 40 17? And then you're like, Isaiah Cannon just destroyed his leg. I was like, what?
1: Yeah, that was, man, that was intense,
0: but. That's insane. So that's all we know about the game. The Mavs are losing a lot, and the, <laughs> Dwight Powell started. We got the Dwight Powell start game finally. Yay! Do you believe Dwight in tanking Powell. now? Uh, no. no.
1: <laughs> I just I did make the comment too when you when you're playing the matchups because of Marquise Chris on the other side. You know something's up with your team. Yeah, that's that's that's
0: <laughs> messed up. All right. So today we are not going to be talking about the game that we just sort of talked about. That's all we know at this point uh, in time. But we are going to be doing 10 questions for the NBA trade trade deadline. We're about a week away. A week exactly if you're listening to this on Thursday tomorrow because it is February 1st as you're listening to this unless it is the 2nd or the 3rd or sometime in the future. Like sometimes these podcasts get listens like a month from now. I'm like, "What are you why are you listening to a month from now us talk about the the trade deadline that already happened and you guys are just listening to how dumb we were at the, at the time a week before the <laughs> trade deadline. So, all right, let's get right into it. Do you want to ask me the questions or you want me to go for them? Um, I'll,
1: I, we can, I can ask you. All right, go do, for do it. Do you want to talk about the Nick stuff later or first?
0: Oh yeah, let's get to that Nick stuff. So Steve Kyler was doing, he was just going bananas today. He, he sometimes does this and, uh, I met Steve Collar in in Summer League, by the way. Very, very nice guy. Super nice. Sat with me, talked about you know just some random stuff. Uh, He helped also out with the sports business classroom with uh, our. We did like we do we they do like a mock not trade deadline but they do like a mock off season with other people and I was the uh, I was part of a team and he was one of the guys that came in and helped us you know with the salary cap stuff and super nice guy so. Uh, he was doing a Q&A today on Twitter, and one of his questions was, if Dallas is going to do something at the deadline, most, Leslie, most likely West to a contender? question mark, Could West and Powell be an option for Cleveland with love down? And Steve Kyler does not answer that question. <laughs> he says, had a smart person I trust suggest Knicks offer Noel and their first to Dallas for West, Basically, same money, and Dallas gets a first, and maybe Noah can do something for them, lol, in the rebuild. Wes at least gives Nick something for the money. Makes too much sense to happen. Now, before we we answer this, what Noah could do for the Mavs in the deadline is keep the media sane as well as play for the legends and be another call-up for Coach McKinnon. (laughs)
1: Okay, his contribution to the rebuild, that ain't happening. Like, it that would It would ever, have to be
0: all off the court stuff because I don't know yeah, if, I don't know if dude is getting, you know, playing he, time.
1: You're not making that trade thinking of what he can contribute on the court.
0: However, the Mavs would absolutely spin it that way, don't you think? Yeah, that would spin it. They would it absolutely as, be like yeah. this is a guy that got third in MVP voting just 4 years ago and you know, he's a guy that he's a really good passer and you know, he could play him in the high post and yeah. <laughs> um
1: we actually briefly mentioned this uh, a few pods ago it might have been yesterday Yeah, we did yeah we We, did so many in a row
0: we talked about this a lot actually
1: (laughs) uh we talked about the very end i threw out the idea about it i wrote about it uh last night published it early early this morning uh then kyler were you
0: the smart person
1: no no i have exchanged emails with kyler before but not like not that way (laughs) um but no like and then this comes, and a lot of people with mass stuff are talking about it. But in my piece that I wrote about it, a hypothetical thing is it would take way more than the first, in my opinion. And the deal that I had wrote about in the piece would be Joakim Noah, Willie Hernan Gomez, Doug McDermott, unprotected 2018 first. For Wesley Matthews and Dwight Powell. And it's pretty much saying you're paying Wes $18 million next year anyway, which is the same as Joakim Noah. So... All you're what you're saying is what would be worth attached with Noah to pay Noah one more year than West at around the same cost,
0: but you're also and, not getting the production that West. Yeah, gives you're so. not
1: getting. Yeah, you're not getting the production that West gives you, and so is an unprotected first in 2018, which would probably be 15 to 18 somewhere through there, uh, maybe lower if they don't miss the, if they don't make well, the playoffs. If,
0: if you look at the playoffs now and you think that this Pistons with Blake thing is actually going to work out. Uh, above New York right now, you have uh you have Detroit, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Indiana. I mean, they're not they're not breaking into that group, even with West Matthews. I don't think they're breaking into that group at all. And so then you start looking at well, at the bottom of the West, your team's gonna start getting worse. That team could, that that pick could be like twelve to fourteen. You know what I mean? Like even ten. Yeah, like it could go go as high as ten. Yeah, that would be wild.
1: And you say, why would the Knicks do that? Well. I mean, Porzingis has been very, very open with yeah. the media. Uh, yeah, this would be a deal wanting- that
0: wouldn't make sense logically unless you were wanting to go in all in on you know trying to make the playoffs, which they are. If they have they have some sort of outside force telling them that they need to do something like this. Uh, yeah, and I don't think they give up Frank.
1: They're not going to give up Frank just to dump Noah. That's just stupid. So, I mean, you giving up a first, yeah. and then if whatever team it is, and I use Dallas, I would say you're going to take back some money, which would be you know Powell. If you're gonna, you know, Noah and West cancel it. Let's just say they cancel out financially. You're gonna take back Powell's money, and then I want obviously the pick, and then I, but I want the two flyers also and Hernan Gomez, which I still think could be good in this league, and McDermott, Harrison Barnes' buddy. So
0: if the Knicks did decide to give up Nilakina for oh, yeah, with, with Noah, would you do that in a heartbeat? Yeah, that'd be so crazy. They get I boomed. love I love Frank. And then play but him with Dennis.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. That would be. He's scary. got the size.
1: He's got the size and length to be that two guard, but they they won't do that. So
0: we said the whole time going up into the draft. I, I like at least I said this. I, he's going to be a two guard eventually. <laughs> like he's going to be a no. two guard in the NBA.
1: So anyway, we just wanted to address that. You know, Steve Collard mentioned it um, to each other. You know, that's the that, those are the type of deals when you say, you know, what if Dallas explored the Wesley Matthews trying to get a first back for him that you know those would be the type of deals that you'd be looking at and i yeah. think the public opinion so far i think it's pretty you know torn right now fans are like no there's no way i'd touch that i would want two first at least and then some people was like yeah that'd be worth it first mm.
0: i don't and also i i wouldn't take this as a rumor from kyler i think this is just somebody gave him a trade idea and was like oh that makes a lot of sense
1: Yeah, yeah, and he said a very smart person suggests. Right. He didn't say like. I just want to make that
0: clear. Yeah. So it's just
1: speculation. It's just. I mean, it's what we do. We're talking. We're a week ahead of the of the trade deadline. So.
0: And it's the best time of the year, man. Love this. This is so great. Hey guys, the big game is here, and it's time to cash in big and bet the game at mybookie.ag. If you haven't checked them out, this is the perfect weekend to check out the action. If you think you know who's going to win the coin toss or what color the Gatorade is going to be poured all over Bill Belichick when the Patriots end up winning, yeah, I I, I went there. Just go to mybookie.ag. It's the industry-leading online sports book, and players get paid out the fastest of any in the business when they play. Join now and score free cash to place your Super Bowl wager on the house. Right now, MyBookie is giving away up to $1,000 to every new player. Sign up today and score an instant 50% bonus on your first deposit. So use the promo code locked on to activate this offer. Play, win, and get paid at mybookie.ag. Promo code locked on. Do it. Do it now. Alright. So let's start with question
1: one. Nick and I are gonna do 10 questions, predictions for the trade deadline, or to happen before the deadline. After the deadline, we're, I want to go through each of these and see how many we got right Like after the trade. So, number one, the team, the team most likely
0: to make a trade at the, before the deadline is? It's got to be the Cavs. I agree. I have another one, though, because I knew we would both go Cavs.
1: I did, too, for that same
0: reason. Uh, is it the Sacramento Kings? No, oh. mine is
1: Utah Jazz.
0: Interesting. Okay, yeah. I so the the Cavs one is obvious, right? The the Cavs, yeah. they got to make a deal. To, that's almost a
1: cheating answer.
0: Yeah. To, to appease LeBron, they got to shake some stuff up. They're they're thirty and twenty right now, uh, and it's not terrible. Like that's six hundred winning percentage. That's you know that's fine. But they're third in the the East, and they're right now. What are they? They're five four and a half games back from Toronto for a second. I mean, there's there's a gap. There's a pretty sizable gap there
1: yeah and they barely beat the heat tonight by
0: two yeah and uh the heater right behind them they're they're a game and a half behind cleveland so. and they just lost love and they just lost love for two months which by the way that sucks for him man like yeah for a guy that, that goes through all this stuff is you know takes it like a champ and then is now or out. or
1: is it like nerland's to where they say hey it's a little fracture you could probably play through it but he's like no nah, bro let's get that
0: i, I know, know two months <laughs> two months is a long time so, Everybody's
1: blaming me right now. So.
0: <laughs> the Cavs one is just super obvious. I think they really have to at least try. If they don't do something, that would be so surprising. Like That would that would tell you everything you need to know about what LeBron's going to do this summer. That's true. Then uh, I say the Kings because they got this George Hill situation, and I think that they're just going to figure that out. I think they're, they're going to send him off. They're going to do something. Uh, we keep hearing Scal's name. I think Steve Kyler also mentioned Scal in, in reference to the Mavericks today. Uh, in his q and a so uh, I think they're 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 just looking there's their names popping up in too many places. yeah, <laughs> I mean,
1: King's definitely they gotta figure out what they're doing with their veterans. Um, I mean, you could very well see a fire sale from their vets of George Hill. they could buy out Vince Carter possibly oh, away. I, I wish they would there.
0: just send Vince to Toronto.
1: Yes, please, man. Oh, they just the bought
0: greatest. him out. oh that'd be so great.
1: yep. um but yeah, I, I said a jazz. Mainly because it's Mitchell, Gobert. After that, uh, have fun with it. I really think that they find a new home for Favors. Probably Rodney Hood. They could. They could do Alec Burks. You know, expiring contract of Joe Johnson. They just have too many pieces uh, for a borderline playoff team to not capitalize on this. And I think they do something for sure at the deadline.
0: I, I, I heard, I'm thinking about writing a piece for this, and maybe I'll do it in March when the Jazz come to town. But the uh, the Jazz and the Mavericks, somehow, they have taken different paths to being in the same place now, where they have these two guys. One of them's about 25, which in Gobert and in Harrison Barnes, and then another one, Dennis Smith Jr. and Donovan Mitchell. They're younger. And they have these two guys that are their cornerstones now, and then they have these parts and pieces around from this, you know, shell of itself former team their superstar you know is is gone either in the sense of Dirk is aging Dirk is no longer the same player and Gordon Hayward is literally gone and you have these relatively young franchises both were started you know both are are, (coughs) I think like 1980 and 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 to now I I don't think the jazz were around I think jazz were created in like the like late 70s and so you have these younger franchises. They've had a track record of winning. I mean, you have the Malone Stockton days. You have the Boozer Darren Williams days. You have now the Gordon Hayward days. Like you have all these different, like wait, like eras of them winning. And then you obviously have the Dirk days. You have the, you know, uh, the, oh, the three Js. <laughs> you know, like you have you have those guys with, with Dallas. And you have these coaches that are well respected. Quinn Snyder, Rick Carlisle, very well respected and uh and now they somehow found themselves you know roundaboutly in the same area now the jazz aren't aren't near as bad as the mavs are right now uh the jazz are kind of a year behind the mavericks but they only have 22 wins they're 22 and 28 and uh and this is they might be back they're definitely gonna be back in the lottery and who knows how you know if they start selling off some pieces then they could be even worse by the time we're talking about this and you know, yeah, it'd summer. be
1: interesting to see what they what they go for at the deadline. Do they go for uh, the rumored like Miritich favors type deal? Yeah, um, you know Miritich would be kind of a win now or win very soon type of deal. Or do they go for trying to seek draft picks for somebody like Rodney Hood and favors and um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, or that's why week, I'm interested week. in that. Question two: DeAndre Jordan. Will be on blank team past the deadline. The
0: Milwaukee Bucks. Dang, that's what I got. I think they figure we we think too much like. I think they figure it out. I think they they tr- they figure out a way to get him there. I think that uh, the rift between you know after after Jason Kidd was out. Well, see, I don't know. It's not a perfect scenario, but after Jason Kidd's <laughs> out, I think they got to do some kind of goodwill to to Giannis. I think this would yeah. be that. I think that you know DeAndre Jordan is. Definitely gonna move. Uh, I'd be very surprised if he didn't get moved. My
1: my one actually had before the Bucks uh, was the Suns, and it hasn't been rumored or anything like that. I just thought, they're
0: always after a random like well, guy it, well own. it was
1: before Greg Monroe got bought out, which just happened a few yeah. hours ago, yeah. uh, where the news broke and what uh, from woes, and so like I I thought the deal was perfect, like Greg Monroe, Marquis Chris, and a first rounder for DeAndre and. Like you get a first, you get a young piece in Chris, and but it obviously doesn't work now because Monroe's not there. But I just thought the Suns would be a type of team that would swing for it and then be willing to pay him and to pair with Booker and whatever pieces they got. But that obviously ain't happened. I have the Bucks too, and for the same reasons you do, I don't think it would take. Um, what some people's throwing out there, like Middleton or something. I wouldn't give up Middleton or somebody for him. No, did you see um, what
0: they just got for Blake? Like they're going to get less than that for DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. So I mean, I,
1: yeah, Bucks. I don't see the white side uh, flip, and then uh, it gets uh, interesting from there. Normally, if it if it wasn't leaked out that they wouldn't, they were far away from like contract extensions and stuff. I would probably say. He would just stay, and but I just I don't see that happening right now. I think Lou Williams has a better chance of staying than him.
0: Interesting, that's so funny. Yeah. Lou will has become the face of the Clippers.
1: <laughs> I like Lou Will.
0: Yeah, good for him.
1: Question number three.
0: So do uh, f- female fans in the front row? I'll just leave it at that.
1: <laughs> that was such a weird thing. Um,
0: I don't even know what she was doing with that. <laughs>
1: Question number three. Wesley Matthews will be on the Mavericks past the deadline.
0: Is this a true or false? True or false? Hmm. That's a good question. I'm going to go false. Me too. I'm going to go false. I do not
1: think he'll be on the Mavericks past the deadline. Still think, I mean, when I say. Wait. Oh, so you say they'll keep him?
0: No, I think they figure it out. They figure out a trade. I would, love it, I would love it for be, it to be the, uh, the 76ers, but the Cavs kind of seem obvious. Yeah. Um,
1: percentages, 60-40? Is that My safe?
0: feelings are 50-50, like just to, just from feeling it out, feeling how much they value him. Like I think it can be done, but just for some reason, I feel like they're going to hold on to him a little too long and run out of deals.
1: So you don't think you get
0: traded? 50-50. I'm putting it 50-50.
1: Okay, I say 60, 40, 60 being he does get traded. I love Wes. We know how much the organization values him, but um, I'll just say that Stein did not leak that for no
0: reason. Yeah, they're definitely fielding offers right now. By the way, Isaac and I are both uh, wifeless tonight, and we are having to watch our eight- and nine-month-old puppies that are of hilariously different sizes. (laughs) Nick's weighs about how much? How much does your dog weigh? Fifteen pounds.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. I thought it was gonna be like six.
0: No, he was six when we got him, but oh. he's bigger now, aren't you? He's sitting over there looking at me. <laughs> Why are you always talking to that thing all night?
1: <laughs> My dog weighs uh, I don't know fifty-five pounds, something <laughs>
0: like that, and it's a nine-month-old.
1: Puppy. <laughs> nine-month-old and. Uh, she got a big So if you right hear,
0: now. if you hear, you guys have have always heard our dogs in the background. So now you're gonna hear. You might hear them a little more tonight.
1: I have a little. I have a big gong type thing with peanut butter in it, just to keep her busy. No, so no, if no, you no, hear, no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. It's it's a kong, and it and has. My
1: wife and I call it a gong. It,
0: That's what, what it's called, a kong. Kong. It's the it's the like the king company. Kong? But also, you didn't pronounce the g very well. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't think you can uh, put peanut butter in one of those, Nick.
0: (laughs) I've heard of people putting it on it, though.
1: (laughs) Oh, snap. Question number four. (laughs) The player most likely to be traded at the deadline is... (laughs) George Hill. Nikola Miritich.
0: Yeah, he already, <laughs> he's already tried. That's like a cop-out answer. Okay, that's
1: kind of cheap. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll throw a random one at you. Okay. Ed
0: Davis. That's also a random player. That's not like a notable player.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, Miritich, I'll see if Miritich. Ed Davis
0: I- listens to this podcast. We probably talk about Ed Davis more than they do in the Portland Lockdown Blazers. <laughs> lockdown Blazers. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true.
1: Um <laughs> George Hill. Went, I wanted to put him. He's still just intriguing. Like if if the Cavs don't pick him, who's who else is willing in the league to take on twenty million a year?
0: Denver, maybe.
1: Yeah, that's true. There you go. I just, gave, I just gave you one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he says George Hill. I say Nikola Miritich. because Miritich still controls that. Like that obviously got shot down for a reason. They're gonna have to pick up that option or. He yeah, control, I thought that was weird. Like, it's a very unique situation, so. Uh, or you could say Tyreek Evans. Who is yeah. setting out games now because Yeah, he's, he's
0: literally going to be like that's a cop out answer too. He is actually going to be traded.
1: Yeah. Okay, question number five. Nurland's Noel will be on the maps past the trade deadline. Yes. True or true or false.
0: True, but I not agree. for long. True, but not for long. Uh, I just like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, if I was another team, like let's say I, I am locked on Blazers and I'm interested in a, in a big, like I want I want to get a big that could have some future potential and can at And I'm like, okay, let me just look at the signs here from the outside. So they bring this guy in. They say that he's part of the future. They put him on their promotional materials. And then all of a sudden he just is benched to start the season. They, they offer him this deal. He turns it down. He wants the qualifying offer. Then all of a sudden, they bench him. And then, they, you know, they, they are playing him sparingly. He starts a couple games. Then they just, he's basically benched. And then all of a sudden, he has this weird hand injury. And now he's just not playing at all and hasn't played in months. I'd be really skeptical about that, and I'd be wary about giving up anything for him, especially if he's just going to be a free agent this summer. I think the Lakers are going to have a run into this issue with Julius Randle a little bit too. Now, Randle can definitely play, and Randle has played for them, but like if a team like Dallas, why would they give something up for Julius Randle when they can just get him this summer? You know that the onus is not on the on Dallas to like get a player now, unless they wanted him under control. But even then, I don't know what you would, why you would give up stuff for him.
1: I'd, I'd, I'd randall's a little different because i would want to control that market and i don't i wouldn't give up a ton but
0: there's, there's just not going to be a ton, a ton of teams with with cap this summer like cap room this summer i would just rather it's gonna play, be so different i, I would rather really
1: go into it with control than having to play i hate playing the restricted free agent market because it limits you so much to where, if you do, let's say you offer Randall something like fifteen million a year or something. Yeah, but you're not going to
0: give him the max. Like, even if you have his bird rights, like, what's that no, going to no. do for you? I'm
1: saying, like, even whatever contract you are do plan on giving him. Let's say he does like accept it, then the like, then you're like paralyzed for three days of free agency, you know, and like you have to wait to see if the Lakers will match it for three days, and that like paralyzes team. We saw what it did to Houston with like Chandler Parsons.
0: Yeah, for and, Dallas though, I don't think that matters too much because they're not going to do too much this summer. I don't think.
1: They could. I mean, they're going to be one of the only teams that's going to have this a lot of cap space. So yeah, if they gonna be do, going in,
0: we're going to be going to the offseason with the exact same talk that we're having right now, and the Mavericks are going to do nothing in both <laughs> both the trade deadline or the offseason. But off we've season. talked
1: about Boogie and stuff. Like if they choose to pursue Boogie in free agency,
0: I'd quit. I'd quit Moneyball. Would, I'd I'd quit Locked On. i no, you would Quit all of it. I I would I'd stop going to games. I would just I would cease to.
1: Um, I say no. I say yes. Nerlens will be on the mass past the deadline. Um, you asked me two months ago. I would have said he's going to be gone. Um, just the feel I get around the organization. The feel I get. Um, I don't know. Just uh, with a few things. I still think he's tradeable.
0: That, I'll I'll put it there. I still think he's tradeable.
1: I take a unique situation. I, I mean, like, yes. Let's say Clippers trade DeAndre and then they come calling for Nerlens.
0: Yeah, that, that could be an interesting team that would want him.
1: Yeah, so I mean, something like that. Um, but I think he does. And then I've said before, I have a piece that came out today as you're listening to this on Thursday, talking about buyout candidates for the Mavericks and how he could be. You could very well see. A, I could very well see a situation to where the deadline comes around. Nerlens' camp goes to the Mavericks and says, "Can you buy? Me, can you buy me out?"
0: If Nerlens goes to the Clippers, how much? people talk about that in reference to LeBron going to the Clippers.
1: And we already have talked about it. So it just I know, but it would just be one of those I like say. signs
0: like, oh, he's got two houses in LA. He doesn't want to go to the Lakers because of LeVar Ball and now look, one of the clutch sports teammates is on the Clippers. Like, oh, geez.
1: I would take Harold for New Orleans.
0: I would anyway. take that. I don't think he would get playing time over Powell though, sadly. <laughs> that is sad.
1: Uh, anyway, their situation is its own. We'll see how that plays out. Question number six: Who is a cheap player that will be traded at the deadline that could be a steal, like down the road?
0: Okay, I wanted to say this name, but I don't think he's going to be traded. I think he could be bought out, though. But it could be either. Okay. Jared Dudley.
1: Ooh, interesting. They're,
0: they're playing him. La- they played him last night, and uh, I think that he could be a good player for a team. I, I want to see Dudley on a team that, that's actually good. <laughs> You know, like I think he could yeah. be like a Richard Jefferson for the Cavs like last year or the year before. That's intriguing. I like Dudley.
1: He's fun on social media too.
0: Yes. And, and he's really he good on a... podcasts. Like if I could, if I could pick a job, it would like, there would be a couple, but one of them would be to do, to like host a podcast with Jared Dudley. That'd be so fun. And Redick. Reddick, Reddick. Reddick first, then Jared Dudley, then probably CJ McCollum. He's good too.
1: Yeah, I like him. Um, I went with Stanley Johnson. And
0: then Dirk. Can I just put Dirk up there? He would never do it, but if I could host a podcast with Dirk, that'd be the best.
1: <laughs> the burger.
0: Dirk just texted me late at night, like, "Get over here, <laughs> you burger."
1: Um. Yeah, I went with Stanley Johnson. I'm still a believer in him.
0: You think <laughs> he's going to be traded?
1: I think he. W- I think he will.
0: Wow. I think there's zero chance he gets traded now. Really. I think
1: it could. I, th- I think that. What if he gets traded
0: for Jared Dudley? <laughs> could that happen? I feel like that could happen.
1: I'm a big believer in no. him. I'm still a believer in him. The Their starting unit that they put out last night, it- and they still put up 125 points on the Cavs, was like Ish Smith, Reggie Bullock, Stanley Johnson, Anthony Tolliver and Andre Drummond that put up one. Hey, hey, that on is an test. all-star.
0: That is all-star Andre Drummond to you. I love Drummond.
1: Um, but no, I if think they Stanley trade Stanley
0: Johnson, Johnson. Then, then Tolliver is their th- only three. And he, no, no, no. I think it would and be and in
1: a bigger deal. Like, I think I could see it being to like the jazz, him being the centerpiece in like Rodney hood and Joe Johnson, and, you know, some Alec Burks or something, you know, all coming back. Something like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that question. Number seven, who is a playoff team that has been mentioned in some rumors, possibly, or just a playoff team, that will stand pat at the deadline?
0: The Portland Trail Wizards. I almost put them as the team for DeAndre Jordan, but I just can't see them parting ways with CJ or Dame. Like, it, They just seem like a team. They they also have all these random salaries. Like, They seem movable, but then once you, once you look at it and talk about it, you're like, is the team really going to want? You know, Mo Harkless or Evan Turner. I don't know. It just seems like a team that will, will stand pat. I have no knowledge of that at all. Just to me, that's the feel I get.
1: Yeah, like what if they did? What if they did go to to the Clippers and with like two first round picks, like two first Mo Harkless, Ed Davis, Noah Vonley. Would they do that for DeAndre?
0: With the Clippers? Yeah, the Clippers want to want to clear cap.
1: Well, like, Vonleh and Ed Davis is expiring. So then, yeah, the Harkless deal. But you get two firsts with it, too.
0: Well, two firsts. Yeah. Yeah, then they would have four. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, they'd have... Yeah.
1: Four. Well, then you package some of those to Three unload salary. Then you look at some teams across the league and say, hey, take some salary with pick, hey, with Hey, Dallas. A pick. Yeah. Um, I put the Raptors.
0: Yeah, that's a good one, too.
1: I just... They have, like, listen, they have pieces that they can move. I just think they're playing so well that they just keep it together.
0: Yeah, they don't want to. Yeah. Like, they have a chance to go to the Eastern Conference Finals.
1: They do. And And, no one will still take them serious.
0: chance to go to the finals.
1: They will. I think Boston has a real chance over the next week to solidify themselves as a number one team in the East. If they use their DPE with, like, a Monroe or Evans and then sign, you know, or – and then get Tyre. If they can get Tyreek Evans and Greg-, Greg Monroe, and then like craziest possibility ever, getting Hayward back like in the playoffs or something, that would just be wild all around.
0: So Woj has been doing this story on uh, on Noah pretty much all day, and uh, he just. I think Ian Bagley just tweeted this out. I think it, I think Woj wrote it though. Uh, yeah, that the Knicks are unwilling to attach draft assets or young players to Joakim Noah to get rid of his contract. <laughs> Never mind, okay. he's not getting well, traded. Never mind.
1: If they're not willing to do that, <laughs> yeah, then there's
0: no way. Like, why would they do, do that? Then. Unless no, there's no way. I don't.
1: The I don't only know. way the only way they could do that is if they called teams like the Lakers and Nets and said, "What small asset could we attach with him to swap him out with like Luol Aldang or like Mozgov." <laughs>
0: To just straight up swap him,
1: yeah. Like, would a second round pick be worth it? Would a would Hernan Gomez be worth it? You know, like to just swap the back contracts. Yeah. Either way. All right. Moving. Question number eight. Three more questions left. This is a Blake type of trade of a big name. So, could, but
0: a non All Star that we <laughs> we need to talk about after you're done asking the question. <laughs> non All Star Blake
1: type of trade. So a big uh, a big name that could come out of nowhere, a sneaky name, before the deadline.
0: This is hard, and let's talk about the Blake thing. So Isaac and I did these board bets. We'll, we'll talk about these board bets again later uh, in a different pod. But we did these board bets, and one of them was that an all-star will be traded before the deadline. And we did a stipulation at the time of this. This was during the summer. We did a stipulation that it had to be an all-star within the last two years, so 2016 or 2017. Uh, we didn't count 2018. But I guess we'll count 2018 too, right? Like this season, last season, the season before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Blake does not count because Blake was an All Star last in 2015, and that blew my mind today.
1: Yeah, I. You, I'm not gonna lie. I was going down the road and I thought of the board bet, and I was like, <laughs> oh,
0: I won it! I won another bet, and I'm going down the road. I know
1: it's really bad. I pull out my phone. I'm I'm like checking.
0: Did he? Um, <laughs> Basketball hey, reference. Siri, well, did he make an All Star team? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I was actually checking on my phone while I was driving to where if I got a ticket or something. Like, uh, why were you speeding? Well, I was trying. I was trying to, was trying to, to <laughs> see if I won a board bet. Do you know if Blake Griffin was an All Star?
0: Past two. Years? Uh,
1: and then I was uh, quite depressed. When
0: he, was not. <laughs> he was not. That's crazy. Uh, this is the hardest question for me so far. I'm having a hard time coming up with names. I have that, two. Hard time coming up with names that aren't like obvious. Like, Kevin Love would have been my my answer for this, but now he's well, somebody, out.
1: Somebody that you haven't heard of in, like, multiple weeks. Let's, let's give that a step. A big name that you haven't heard of in a while that is even on rumors right now. Like, so, for instance, my— Kemba Walker.
0: I, we haven't heard his name in a little while. I mean, it hasn't been weeks, but—
1: Like, okay, so mine that I think will really ramp up the last, like, few days of the, before the deadline is Mark Gasol.
0: Yeah, see, see, I thought that had already kind of been said, but yeah, that's a good one.
1: Well, I just, I, like, I haven't heard, like, I I feel like that was just pushed off the table a long time ago, and we haven't really heard a lot of rumors since.
0: Yeah, and well, after, after they chose him over Fizdale.
1: Yeah, after the Fizdale thing, I thought it was done. I really think that that could really come, be, like, a big thing closer to the deadline. Um, and I think it would be a type of situation, kind of like the Clippers with Blake, to where you have to find a desperate team. Like you have to find a, a Pistons team, a borderline team that wants to win now, and like a perfect team for that, I think that would give up a similar type of trade that the Pistons would is Charlotte. So, like, interesting. So they they, like, they
0: swing the other way.
1: Like, what if? Yeah, let's let's say Charlotte came at Memphis with you have to add Dwight. Dwight has one more year after this, and Dwight would just fill the center role for another year. But Dwight, Malik Monk. Michael Kidd Gilchrist and a first-round pick for Marc Gasol and Tyreek Evans.
0: I don't think that's enough for the and Tyreek Evans. I don't think that's enough for the, the Grizzlies.
1: A Monk, Kidd Gilchrist, and the Grizzlies a first-round an pick I
0: first for Tyreek Evans. Like, like Marc Gasol is their franchise. You know, like they they would need a a big deal for him.
1: Huh. Okay, or I, at I at would be pretty happy getting Monk and that first and. A fly on Chris, but anyway, yeah. it, it it would be a type of team like that that I think would would give a big package. Yeah, you know, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's farther along than Charlotte, but like, would they part with Middleton, Thon, you know, or like Jabari Thon first?
0: Portland you know, maybe. So- Portland also. So, like,
1: my second name was C.J. McCollum. That would be a bigger name. That, that, uh, that,
0: that would be huge. Him or Beal. That, you know, like, that those would, would be two like, names that would be yeah. pretty massive.
1: That would come out of nowhere. Uh, and it, it, It's just none of – like, if you're trading McCollum, it would be for a wing or a big. That would be big time. Uh, like, franchise changing, I just don't know who that would be on the mar- – like, McCollum for Marcus Gasol, I, no, no. Like, that I think – you would want more than Marc Gasol for McCollum, for the, at this point Marc Gasol's career. Um, for DeAndre, no, I wouldn't give up CJ for him. So like, I don't know who you're really, a big or a wing you're getting at that point. For yeah,
0: there, there's available centers right now, and I don't think teams are super interested in them.
1: Yeah. So okay, I say Marc Gasol. You said who'd you say? Oh, you said Kemba.
0: Yeah, I'll put. Let's throw Kemba out there. He, okay. We haven't heard his name in a little while, and all of a sudden.
1: Okay, um, number nine. The Warriors will make a trade. No, true or false? No, false. I, th- I think they do. You who? I think they. With I think they add a <laughs> McCall. Yeah, I do like sending McCall somewhere, but I think they made a. They make a smaller trade for a bench player. I think they, uh, and even this, and even if it's not even they get a player back, maybe it's a roster clearing move, like they trade like Javale or Zaza to like. Milwaukee for a second rounder or something, you know, to try to get to, some of
0: these buyout guys.
1: Yeah, exactly, and because I mean, how pissed would you be, is if if they traded like Zaza to Milwaukee for like a second rounder, and then Nerlens gets bought bought out and he goes to Golden State.
0: I don't know if I'd be pissed. I don't think they would do that. He just has no experience. But They
1: wouldn't. I think they would. I don't. I don't know. I don't think Nerlens would. Because I think, I I think do, they
0: really like Zazo. I think they're – no, I'm
1: just using like, okay, Javel or, you know, yeah, something. Yeah. One of them, they, they have a lot of, you know, centers or something. They could try to get – clear something. But, okay, I think they make a small trade. You say no. Last question. We've kind of already answered it with Wes, but the Dallas Mavericks will make a trade at the deadline.
0: I think they do at least something. I don't know if it's West, but I think they they do something. Like something with Salah, something maybe with Nerlens, possibly. You know, just one And they
1: don't even have to send a player out. Like they can make a trade and not send a single player out. Yeah, they out. could they could send so. a
0: future second or the protection you know, the rest of the protections on something or you know.
1: They could set back and we've said it before, if look at these three team type of deals. And see to where, like a DeAndre going somewhere, or some three-team deal to where a team needs to shed a contract, and they say, okay, you know, we'll take a second to take back Ed Davis, you know, or something like that, you know, take back a small contract.
0: And we talk about Ed Davis so much.
1: <laughs> he was just the first person came to mind. Uh, I will say this: I tweeted this out today. Kyle Collingsworth's second ten-day is due to expire this this coming weekend. Here is my prediction on how the De- how the Mavericks will handle it. I think the Mavericks will let it expire. He will probably go back to the Legends. They'll let it expire until the 8th to have that roster spot availability. If they don't use that spot, I think we could see him sign a contract for the rest of the season on like February 9th or 10th.
0: That's a good prediction. He has so, so far not I, he has so far not played in this game against the Suns.
1: Well, that's sad cuz I think JJ didn't play didn't play tonight. JJ's so. out, yeah. Um, So that's my – somebody tweeted at me today and was like, you know, he's been playing well. Are you scared somebody might pick him up? I don't – he's not been playing that that well to where a team would – I think the whole thing is you'd be – he would be going back to Legends for like eight or nine days, if that, like more like six or seven. And if you don't need his roster spot, then I think – I really think that they like him enough to where they would call him up after the deadline if they have a roster spot open and say, yeah, come back for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah. Yeah this this is the uh, Antonius Cleveland Memorial roster spot. <laughs> yeah, he, he would be in the spot if it wasn't for his injury.
1: And I will say this: I, I know we uh, when we were talking about Wes earlier about him getting traded. Watch out for the Pistons too. Like Pistons have a deal in there that they could they could play around with. Yep to get to get
0: West if they could. I would be interested in that for sure, especially if it was like Stanley Johnson or you know somebody. Yeah. So. All right, there you go. Those are 10 questions slash predictions for the trade deadline. It's a week away if you're listening to this on Thursday, February 2nd, February 1st. Isaac, it is February already.
1: February 1st means Valentine's Day is coming up. I find out the gender of our child this month.
0: Wow. Yeah, we find out in like three weeks. And then our podcast ceases to exist after that. (laughs)
1: boy or girl when it gets closer to time I'm going to ask you on the pod what is your prediction
0: okay I got a 50-50 shot at this so
1: you do Barb really wants a girl Uh, I am very neutral I want a boy or a girl
0: I don't care you said boy first so we're going to go with that guys Thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Mavericks podcast. Again, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Nick Van Exit. He's at Isaac L. Harris. You can find us at Locked on Mavs. I always post these on MavsMoneyball.com. You can check those out, post in the comments, get a discussion going. Would really appreciate that if you guys did that again. Put your uh, reviews and spell my
1: dang name right too.
0: <laughs> Somebody said Isaac, like I You know who you are, and that's hilarious. Gosh. I hope they did it on purpose just to mess with them because it did. They probably did. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. who's out. Boom.